welcome to Jason and the Movie Knots. I'm Jason Sachs. I'm Carlos Rodello. And today we're talking about Avengers, the Age of Ultron. Yeah, we sure are. <laughs> uh, there are parts of it I like better than I remembered. Okay. On this movie. I didn't think it was good, but I thought it was more okay than I thought it was going to be. I remembered it being. I think because we definitely set up the expectation throughout this whole series that we were really going to dislike this one just as much as we thought. And I think I might be with you on it. I enjoyed it. It's not good. It's got some real problems. But like I said before, and maybe even every episode now, I think we partially started the series because of WandaVision. So just to see her in action and see her true powers, even back then, uh, that part was cool to me. This does leave us, this movie leaves us the question. We'll get to it, I'm sure. What the hell are her real powers anyway? Mm-hmm. Because uh, nothing's ever well explained with this character. Well, I'll ask you too, because um, maybe when we get to that, that part that we're probably alluding to, uh, what you think about her in the comics versus what she does in this movie. So it starts with a classic Avengers set piece. The team all going to attack the Baron Baron Strucker's castle, and we get you know basically the Joss Whedon hero porn moment. Ugh. Yeah, we were talking about this uh, off the podcast, but I would be very happy to live the rest of my life without any more of these little Avenger poses or Avenger. You know, we're all together in a line, just uh-huh. perfectly running. That's how it starts. They're in a line running. We, we get it. We get that there's all these characters together who are going to be attacking this castle. We only to see them like in this split kind of moment where we see them all together. It's just a rerun of what we saw in the first Avengers movie. Yep. Yeah, they do that because they're attacking Hydra and they're going for Loki's scepter. And in fact, like we get all these scenes of them intercut so that we see all the team doing their stuff and they're fighting together, right? So why do we need to see this little scene that it's, it's very weed-esque. Jason and I are over it. Okay. So We're new done. Avenger movies don't do it. Stick a fork in it. I'm done. It's done. Well, it's done. You're not done. You stick a fork in it, right? Stick a fork in me. I'm done with it. No, no, no. I don't want to make a tangent, but you stick a fork in it like it's like a steak. You know, it's done. It's, I it's done. I, I'm just, uh, you're saying you're also done. I'm also done with that. Yeah. I'm also I am done too. with it. Quicksilver, who's never actually named Quicksilver, Pietro, yeah, uh, attacks suddenly in the middle of the battle and then kind of disappears. Mm-hmm. Which is sort of a running theme for the movie. Also, P- characters come in, do things, and then kind of disappear. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. there's a three-hour cut of this film that fills in a lot of these gaps. There is? I had no idea. Yeah, that's but at least that's what Whedon delivered. Ah, interesting. We'll also get to the dream sequences. I guess there's a lot more in the dream sequences, too. Yeah. I'm sure we need, you know, the Snyder cut of Avengers Age of Ultron. No, I don't want it. I don't want it. But, uh, like, I sat there like, okay, he attacked Captain America. Or was it Hawkeye? He, he attacks, and then he kind of wanders away. Yeah, and, because we didn't mention it, but obviously this introduces Wanda and Pietra as test subjects, which was talked about in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, them actually becoming these test subjects and all the stuff that goes on with them. And so they're introduced as these you know two characters who are with you know mystery powers and don't like the avengers essentially yeah they're trained to not like the avengers i guess because of stark actually right because that's the whole thing of stark's bomb 
uh, was basically the introduction of destruction or change of, of you know, Wanda's life for sure. Mm-hmm. And the movie's full of like little continuity Easter eggs like that. We're now, what, 14 movies into the Marvel Universe. And, you know, it's basically an explosion of different callbacks and call forwards. And that's just one of them. And that's my, one of my favorites, because, again, I'm really excited about Wanda and her powers and WandaVision. So it was cool to see that kind of come together. Um, and then also, I have a question for you on this next part, because, it again, a lot of Marvel movies do this where it gets a little confusing, like, oh, just for reasons, things happen. But there's an AI, which is Jarvis, right? And then there's another AI that's in the gem that somehow is Ultron, and he mixes with Jarvis. I got confused by that stuff, and I was watching it in real time. Can you explain what happened? No, I really can't explain it. It's just a bunch of stuff that happened it's as a ways of a... No, I, I, I kind of was trying to figure that out myself. Like, I suppose it makes sense in Marvel movie logic, but I couldn't figure out what it meant like in the larger... But Ultron was in the gem? Ultron, the heart of the sentient being was in the gem. So, he, okay, here's the way to think of it. This, it, the gem has the power to animate artificial life into real life or give sentience to artificial life. So it gave him the spark that turned him into a living creature. Right. And then he made a body for himself. So actually that does make sense. Now we start talking through it because uh, you know, it ties in so directly to the Infinity Saga. This is kind of what one of the powers that Ultron has by controlling the soul gems oh, okay. or all the gems. So he's, he was able to animate it. And that's for why he decides to be in a robot body. So that basically what you're asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, then, of course, he uses Jarvis too, right? He like hijacks yeah, him. Because yeah. you know, he sees that as the more perfected version of reality. Now, why he becomes a megalomaniac and wants to destroy all humanity on Earth with this crazy convoluted plot. Yeah. Uh, that's a whole different story. There's so many other ways you can have an extinction level event, but uh, we'll get to that also. And by the way, that's kind of a mini, I guess, spoiler from my review. Why I don't like the movie still is because it is really reduced to that. Like you have interesting ideas of Wanda and Pietro and her powers, which we're going to get to right now in a second. But yeah, the whole movie essentially is robots attacking for this end of the world thing that Ultron wants to do for I don't know why. And like, that's really what the crux of the movie is. If I'm looking over my notes, it's like fighting robots, you know, more scenes of action that we'll get to, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, there's vision and that's cool. There's a couple, you know, scenes with him in it, but. Um, but doesn't it feel like it's in a lot of ways, just a variation on the first Avengers movie. This movie really has sequelitis, you know, the, the kind of classic sequel, the Jaws 2 sort of sequel, where the sequel is just the, the original movie just done a little bit differently. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Well, here's the part that's not done and then is done differently uh, is Wanda, because this is next up where Wanda actually fucks up the Avengers. I wrote down in my notes, Wanda fucks up the Avengers uh, because she does in such a powerful way that we'll get to this question now of what her powers are. They're even, I guess, more improved or intense in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Uh, minor spoiler for that is how powerful she becomes in that. But this is a equally powerful but just different mind control version of her powers where she basically takes all the adventures and puts them into their own personal prison of memory and and you know messed up there again why do we need more mind control 
we just saw mind control, right? There's even those little joke that Hawkeye makes about being mind controlled. You know, I already went through this once. I'm not going to go through this again, kind of thing. That's funny. Yeah, he does. Uh, why do we have to go back to this well one more time and have more freaking mind control? I don't know. Well, it's not even a thing. Now, is it in the comics? Does she have mind control powers in the comics? Their powers in the comics are so badly defined, but basically they're the same as in the movies or in WandaVision where she has the power to reshape reality. Right. She's theoretically the most powerful being in the universe outside of maybe Ultron because she can reach, we saw her reshape reality and her weakness is her own soul. Okay, that totally makes sense. That, that's kind of logical and fun and interesting. Why she's kind of slumming and doing mind control stuff or later on why she just basically makes herself invisible to Captain America. Like, what's the point? Yeah. Well, do you have that, anything else to say that, about those that gets sequences? To, that gets to the irritation I feel with this movie. Over and over again, like, characters do things because the plot needs them to do things, not because it makes any sort of logical sense in the larger plot context. Yeah, yeah. Um, in, the, in this kind of weird uh, moment when she's, like, controlling people, I wrote down that, uh, that Hulk does the anti-Hulk armor or Iron Man does that anti-Hulk armor to take down Hulk to calm mm -hmm. him down. And that's almost what you're saying. It's like, here's a cool action sequence, I guess, to show that, you know, Iron Man can make the anti-Hulk armor, which I think was probably in the comics or something. A Hulkbuster armor. Yeah. yeah. There's no foreshadowing if it's in the movie either. No, it just shows up. And you're like, okay, he's yeah, going to use that now. Okay. What was the, whatever the name was. Uh, now we're going to activate this armor. Okay, fine. It looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't actually even hold the Hulk for very long. No. So again, like like we're saying, there's so many parts that just don't, but they're just not servicing anything. And then that whole there's that whole sequence through that's through Johannesburg, I believe, when they're uh when Hulk and Iron Man are fighting. And it's like it feels so weightless, it feels so unimportant, and there's so much destruction in that city because of these two people arbitrarily fighting it out in that town. Yeah. Uh, there's no sense of impact there. I mean, there's there's more impact in the Sokovia scene, probably less impact. There's just as little impact in the uh, scene in Seoul later on in the movie too. Yeah. So in this uh, time period is also when Black Widow and Bruce decide uh, they like each other. One of the things I thought was very clever about this movie is that relationship between them. And the bit with her holding her hand on the Hulk's hand and helps him calm down. Oh, that was really kind of sweet. They've actually uh, foreshadowed that uh, before, right? What was it? We just saw a movie where they were kind of like nice to each other in some mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. So there was, yeah, a little bit of that coming on. But um, yeah, so this kind of solidifies this almost relationship. But spoiler, uh, not really, because at the end, Hulk takes off. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I buy the relationship either. and But they go pretty far to try and explore the Black Widow character in this movie anyway. Yeah. So, you know, I appreciate it from that standpoint too. She's, again, kind of the, one of the stealthy leads of this, these movies. The, one of the big revelations, I mean, rewatching them all is like how much of her there is in these and how much her character is at the center of the whole Marvel Universe. And how we're going to get to watch it very, very soon. Her new movie. Right. Pay your $30. Um, it is a lot of money. Nick Fury convinces the Avengers to stop Ultron. I wrote that down. That's a big okay, moment, right? So, Switching um, it up. Let's, let's go back. So what did you think of Hawkeye kind of bring everyone back to his house? Oh, the house, the safe house. That's right. Yeah. Eh. 
I like just Linda Cardellini. She's kind of wasted in this movie. Yeah. Hawkeye I mean, I is like the Hawkeye family either. man. Did you buy that? Did you think that was interesting? He's meant to be kind of the moral heart of the film, obviously. Okay, I'm going to tell you one thing. I've never liked Hawkeye. I, I don't know if I liked him in the comics. Uh, you know, bow and arrows. <laughs> I'm sorry if someone's a bow and arrow person. Just in general, he just... They're, they're the, the Hulk is there, okay? Iron Man is there, okay? Like, people with crazy powers. And he's going to shoot <laughs> some arrows. I don't care about Hawkeye. Well, so this is, yeah, it's the thing, right? You've got Iron Man. You've got you've got the Hulk. You've got Thor. Then you Thor, have the Captain God America, who's like not in their same class, but he's kind of in their same class, right? And then you've got Black Widow, and you've got Hawkeye. Like, what are they doing there? They it kind of doesn't. They don't fit. Yeah. One of these things is not like the others. Yeah, that always bothers me in superhero teams when like someone's just like, yeah, the person. I don't know. I just I didn't buy that. Uh, the safe house thing was boring. I wrote it down in my notes. Not you mentioned it. They go to a safe house. You know, I, I don't know. It just wasn't anything. All of it just felt kind of like murky at that point. The whole movie, and that's why when I said Nick Fury convinces them, hey guys, go be the Avengers again. <laughs> I was like, oh okay, well, this is an Avengers movie now. But okay, so here's another question: Why is Nick in hiding? Where does he come out when he's hiding in the barn? Yeah, that's right. We didn't What's see him go point? hiding. What's the point of any of that? And we're watching these movies in succession. What yeah. was he doing last time? He wasn't hiding. He, he was oh, hiding. Remember the movie? Was it just the last movie where he pretended he was dead? That's Winter Soldier. Was that last movie? Uh, there's one or there's one. No, we because we watched two Guardians before this. Oh. But yeah, I think this was the last movie that was set in the main Marvel universe on Earth. Yeah. He was pretending he was dead. The shield right. is basically had been destroyed, although the shield comes back at the end, so it's obviously regrowing. But why is he kind of hiding in the shadows? I, I, I don't know. really understand that. And it's really just a cameo anyway, anyway by Jackson. Like, yeah, because he just comes in and says, hey, you gotta stop Ultron. Okay. Okay, well, so Thanks. you're kind of useless because they were going to try and stop Ultron anyway. They weren't going to stay in the safe house for too long. I mean... Yeah, they, they figure it out. They figure it out. It reminded me, oh, there's another movie where they kind of go to a a mind space. I can't think which one it is. And, you know, it's it's used before in movies a lot. Like, you yeah. know, okay, here's the introspective moment where we're going to figure out stuff about ourselves. And now we can go fight again. Yeah, this is clearly Whedon following, like, the textbook version of how you create a movie script, right? All mm -hmm. the Marvel, Marvel movies are classic three-act structure, right? They're conservative as can be, babe you know following the classic tropes of film writing yeah uh and that's this is clearly meant to be the moment that raises the stakes by lowering the stakes right raises the stakes by giving you contact lowers the stakes by giving you a moment to breathe yeah but it doesn't quite work uh it does set up the battle between captain america and iron man in civil war because they're arguing there while mm. they're chopping logs about basically what you what you should do as a hero so there's there's that piece to it. There's there's a, you know, I think they their hearts in the right place with the with showing Hawkeye's wife. She's a terrific actress, but she doesn't really do anything here. Yeah, it's again, it's so similar to a lot of pieces of this movie where you're like, there's an interesting moment. Okay, there's another interesting moment, I guess. But it does set up Endgame, so we're supposed to feel some 
some significance when the family blinks out and Hawkins right, left there right, by right. himself. You know, that's the main thing. Now that you're saying it, and now I'm remembering Endgame. Yeah. He, and and it was done actually better in Endgame, right? Mm-hmm. Like I that's interesting. I believe the family dynamic more in Endgame. Maybe because <laughs> it was so devastating or something. But like yeah. You know, like it it just felt like a set piece here and there. It felt like it had meaning. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, anyways, moving on. Uh Wanda. Oh, what? Well, I was gonna say, I feel like that's because this feels mechanical in this movie. Yeah, exactly. The, the Whedon style just feels very by the numbers to me in some ways. If you go back and listen to this uh, review that we just did, that's kind of, we've been saying that a lot. Mechanical set piece, we get it. Yeah. It's like, it's like a robot. It's, oh, it's like Ultron the oh. robot. It's very mechanical. Uh, that's our review, it's mechanical. So one and Pietro turn against this Ultron at, at some point, which is good. So now they're like on our side. And then Vision shows up too, right? We get a Vision appearance. He gets animated, um, yeah. Yeah, and then Avengers fight robots. I wrote down. Uh, this part is real dumb. Okay, real you're skip, dumb. You're skipping through a lot of movie there, but that's okay. Oh, well, 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 we don't remind well on the lot of movie. Remind me on the remind me on the one part that I missed. Maybe something that because I was like just kind of zoning well, out. Like at this point. Avengers fight robots. Uh, that's kind of half of the this a whole back half of the movie. Oh, you want to go into the Avengers fighting robots? I do not. <laughs> that's the part that i hate that i like the least of this whole damn movie so let, let's just move along because we okay. gotta get to the end so the, the the two big things that happen near the end is for some reason the part that i hate about the whole movie is that the big plot that we finally have that's gonna like end the world and earth you know and people on earth as we know it is a piece of ground is gonna go floating up in the air and then drop down on the ground and it's going to cause all sorts of chaos. I don't know if that's, I could check the science on that, but it doesn't <laughs> seem like that would end everything. Don't you know it killed the dinosaurs? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that's what happened. Uh, also, Pietro dies. Boom. I'm doing a run and gun now. No special reason for Pietro to die either. Nope. It's no special reason. Wasted little thing. Uh, he saves that kid. That's really nice, but yeah, okay. Well, the, I guess oh, here's the reason, okay? The only reason I could think of, but also you would think that they would make him die by, I don't know, a, a really good villain or something, you know, right? But like you said, it just, it's just random. It gets shot a, a bunch of times. And then Wanda, you know, is mad. So I think that's the real reason because then she literally goes and takes the heart out of Ultron, mm-hmm. you know? And she's like, I will show my true power now. And maybe that's where her rage, flash forward to WandaVision, is kind of stored you know she's like mad and i don't know something really big in that happens moment. it's a trope too when you have a hero team to kill the new guy who just joined the team as a way of kind of feeling like trying to make it feel like the stakes are high mm. but the very first story of the new x-men thunderbird gets killed or second story of the new x-men thunderbird gets killed as a way of essentially saying you know no things are tougher out here than you think they are right you, know, you don't get it. Don't get too attached to anybody because they all might die when yeah. we're all there thinking, you know, you're not going to kill Mark Ruffalo and you're definitely not going to kill Robert Downey Jr. But you would think they would do that with like Thanos or something, you know, which they do spoiler, but like, you know, like this is Ultron and he's not going to show up again. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a shame too, that like the only character who really dies in the entire Marvel universe is Quicksilver. Can you think of any single other characters stays dead? 
Yes, but we Ooh. can't. I mean, in I mean, in game, there's a bunch of stuff that happens that actual yeah, but people. But no, die. everyone gets resurrected. No, no, no. Uh, well, for one thing, I know what's her name uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, she dies. Dies. She sacrifices herself off the right. cliff. Okay, so there's a couple, and I think I can't remember right now, but I think another person does die in that in that series. But anyways, you're right. It's not too many. They kill uh, the ethnic guy and they kill the girl. They don't kill any of the leads. Well, they should kill leads. I mean, obviously, Game of, Game of Thrones has taught us anything. Right. <laughs> it's, right. it's okay if you kill a couple leads. I mean, they're, they're also, you know, they, yeah, this is a little bit of a, like, a fake argument because obviously they're not going to be killing Chris Evans. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense. But... All the, yeah, but they do retire him at some point, so. But yeah, because they give him his moment to, to fade out in the sunset, right? Moving on, back to the movie. They smashed the piece of ground that was supposed to kill everybody. I think it, it's just the worst ending. One of the main reasons I think I, you know, blinked out of this movie when I first saw it because I just couldn't deal with like the robot concepts. I didn't care. I didn't care about Ultron. And I remember no, the, the fight is badly filmed too. It's too yes. fragmented. There's no sense mm-hmm. of any sort of reality to it. It also is so much like, again, the first Avengers movie. They even run around like, bug sorts of creatures on when the, the ultron things right yes they're all yeah. running around on four legs uh you know it's like we just saw this yep it reminds me of transformers you yeah. know what i mean yeah that kind of absolutely action. boom boom explosion building falling down little guy robot thing oh where is it shoot him get him you know it's like okay yeah not bumblebee transformers the bad transformers movies yes 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 so anyways, they saved the day by smashing the piece of ground. I think it's silly. And I like agree with you. I don't like the action at all. They smash and, this beautiful old Eastern Oh, yeah, European they, they city. again destroy a bunch of really beautiful stuff. And I guess people will be evacuated, whatever. But they still like, yeah, fucked up a whole area of this nice town. Right. Oh, it doesn't matter because it's Sokovia. If it was Houston or something, it would be an enormous tragedy. I know, right? There's a tangent with like Godzilla and stuff like that. It's like, oh, they destroyed half of China or whatever. Like Tokyo's gone. Oh, okay. But don't do it to the, you know, New York City skyline. We'll see. Well, they do. To be fair, they do destroy a lot of New York in First Avengers movie. I guess they do. And they never, do they pay for it? I don't know. That's a whole other side movie. Tony's got a fucking trillion dollars. So that's true. Uh, also, this is the part where Hulk leaves Black Widow and says, I'm going to, I'm out of here. Sorry, baby. I got to protect you. Um, we're not going to have a relationship. Psych. And he leaves. And Avengers start, make a new base. And then post credits, we get Thanos finally saying, one of my favorite like post credits, I'll do it myself. Uh-huh. Puts on the glove. And I hate, I love hate him, right? He's a great character to love hate. Obviously, I despise him and his ideas and his methods. But he is a bad, a good bad guy, Josh Brolin. What a great vocal delivery! Yeah, you know he, he's killer in that one. Pun intended. So that's the end of the movie. I missed the bit about them producing the new Avengers, which Base? is Wanda and Sam oh, Wilson whole, yeah. and Rhodey, mm-hmm. right? Who then don't do anything in the, the last two Avengers movies. But okay, that's fine. Wait, that's all you know, good. That's why I missed it, by the way, because I remember that rollout, and I was like, I don't care, right? <laughs> It was the most underwhelming ending. Yeah. Now that we talked about it, I think I like this movie less again. Nice. I love how that does that. When we review the movie, we either, yeah, we, our opinions can change. I Hopefully I wasn't too swaying in the negative, but 
I'm pretty negative on this movie still. I was leaning towards giving it uh, maybe a mountain. No, I'll just say where I'm landing. I'm going to give it a four. I, I am too. I it was, was my plan all going along. a little higher, maybe a point, point and a half higher. But we, the more I think about it, the more it's just like, no, way too much repetition, way too many I, holes. I might have visualized and like helped change your score because I definitely was thinking four <laughs> this whole time. Well, this is a four for me. Yeah, because I. It's not was, terrible. It's not terrible. It's, it's not fun. I, you know, I find so many parts unbelievable. I don't care about anybody in the movie except Wanda because I'm like, you know, in love with her and I want uh, to know everything about her story. So I did like the her going back and taking out Ultron and her doing the mind powers I didn't care about. You know, it was like impressive that she could do that, but it wasn't like anything that I felt, a, you know, connection or deeper storyline with Wanda, which is all I really want. So I found this to be kind of a grind to get through. Yes especially coming after guardians too, which like, Oh, just so fun. Yeah. Both those movies scored high for us, like nines. Right. I think. It's yeah. Crazy. It showed how to do it. Right. Guns films just have this energy to them. Yeah. Which is why I can't wait for suicide squad, suicide squad, which correct me if I'm wrong. That was already made right by another yeah, director they're doing a new suicide squad. Right. I just, I, I do like that. And I like gun, but man, I'm so tired of remakes. Just make some something new. Anywho, let's move on. This is the ending. Uh, what's our next movie? Ant-Man. Ant-Man, I'm very excited about watching. Oh, it is already the weekend's over. <laughs> it's Monday. I was going to say I'm watching this weekend. Still, oh, still the weekend. I'm going to guess today, I'm going to give it a six and a half. I can't guess because I've never seen it. Take a guess. It's our, that's our little gimmick. Okay, I'm going to take a guess that I'll... I'm going to take a guess I like it for a seven. Because I know I put this movie so down... Like, you know, in a negative setting where I'm like, I'm not going to like it, you know? And also I don't like the, I love quantum physics, but I don't like the idea of a small superhero. Like it makes me angry some, somehow. Like I don't like an Ant-Man superhero. I'm not a fan of small. <laughs> kind of underwhelming, literally. Nice. Well, it just seems so corny in a way. Like, I guess it works in comics, but That's like. This perfect question. Okay. I'll remember this. So okay. that'll be our, our one of the topics for next week. Write down, uh, or you you are right down. Is it was it corny? Was it corny? Where can All people right. find you? YouTube.com slash a lot of things. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave us feedback. And Bye share guys. it with your friends. Oh, thank you.